Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another Rogue episode of Ignite Radio Live. You are with Greg and Stephanie Schleter over the five mighty stations of Annunciation Radio for the Almighty. You said that with great enthusiasm. Are you uh, a little nervous about what we're going to do in the next hour? So, with great love and affection, my dear, (laughs) most things that I journey along your side Mm. in... I so, always have a little sense, I don't know if I'd call it nervousness. We're calling friends out of the blue. We're going to call friends out of the blue as we did last week. And we're asking the epic question, what is God saying in the world right now? What is God saying in the world right now? And last week, you can go to IgniteRadioLive.com. We had eight really wonderful, thoughtful mm-hmm. responses off the cuff from heroic people who actually picked up the phone for me and answered that. But here we are just to set the stage a little bit. Elections are just around the corner, and this has been such a warm and fuzzy political <laughs> se- <laughs> political season. We've that had anything but that, exactly. We've had the di- very difficult, um, mm-hmm. some ecclesial happenings. Let's just keep it very real. There's some concerns about things said or what was meant by our Holy Father. There's some concerns about appointments. Um, that's a key setting, um, that we are under a shadow in this world. But Jesus is Lord. He has the Amen. victory. And uh, we want to open the door right now to call people. So let's see, who can be our first victim? I'm going to call... I think you should go back to uh, your high school years, my friend. You know what? That's a great idea. I'm going to call my buddy Tom Brannigan. And let's see here. All right, ringing, Tom, pick up the phone. Come on, buddy. This is this goes back like four decades with this friend of mine. Brannigan, this is Tom. Hey, Tom, Greg Schleter, how you doing? Hi, Tom. I'm, I'm good. How are you two? Awesome. Blessed. Dude, Thank you. You are always heroic and courageous anytime you pick up the phone from me. But uh, I, I got to tell you. <laughs> Truth, Tom. Yes, yes. I got to tell you, we're, we're having some fun here, Tom. You're, you're one of the few heroic people on the planet whom I know I could call and would be comfortable talking before thousands of people live on radio. So, uh, you know, I got a good question for you, and I want to ask it in just a moment. But before we go there, uh, we're going to demonstrate your audacity. I want you to sing Consider Yourself in the Style of Roger Daltrey. I'm kidding. I, I, I won't make you do that. He's going to hang up real quick, Greg. Greg. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just as as a a backgrounder, folks, my buddy here, Tom, who picked up the phone, we've been very good friends. At least I would say that. He'd probably balk at that. But for uh, three and a half, four decades, we're old. I won't tell you how old he he is. Actually, his birthday is coming up, I think. When is your birthday? November something. It's about a week ago. It's right around yours. Oh, that's horrible. I'm sorry. Happy Happy birthday. Happy 5-3. Um, anyways, so no, Tom and I go way back. We went to Lourdes Academy in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Tom is a phenom communicator, writer, owns a branding and communications out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Awesome wife. He married way, 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 way up. Two awesome kids, one of whom goes to Hillsdale with our son, John Paul. She'd probably deny it, but it's true. <laughs> and uh, what, what's really awesome about Tom is our, our, our relationship is anchored in faith. It's anchored in values, but it's also anchored in rock and roll. He is uh, the lead, really, the lead man, but also the bass player for a Who cover band. For those of you who know your classical rock, you know John Entwistle, God rest his soul, is one of the, if not the premier bass player to ever walk this earth. Agreed? No doubt. Basis of the millennium. So, hey, I, I had this thought, and I didn't plan on asking this. We haven't gotten to the epic question yet. You got um, John Entwistle up there on bass, Neil Parrott from Rush, the percussionist, added to by Eddie Van Halen. What would that trio sound like? It would be sublime, no doubt. 
Around the throne <laughs> yeah. of God someday, right? They were like, soloing all the time, so actually, I don't know how. That <laughs> well, that'd be very. That's funny. So, Tom, here's the question: From the vantage of a, a leader, founder of a communications company, you've worked even with Washington D.C. and a lot of the COVID crisis stuff. So, you really have a, a, a view of the world and things unveiling. So, I, you're one whom I think could give us some insight to this simple question: What is God saying to the world right now? So that is a heady question, and anybody who knows the Schleters know that um, both uh, Greg and Stephanie are full of heady questions, but they're the questions <laughs> of our time, really. Mm. Um, no, and I think that they're important questions to ask, and I don't think they are being asked, uh, mm. which is to our detriment. I think God is asking us to lean into Him in a way that we've never leaned into mm. Him before. Awesome. And I think that I think that really critical to that is to get out of ourselves. And to go back to his word and go and 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 go back to and and this if I could just share a quick anecdote. Please. Um, I I was in reconciliation uh, last year, and I was and I and I was uh, confiding in my priest that I was really struggling with prayer, and he said, "Well, how are you praying?" And we talked about that, and he said, "You know, I think people when they pray, they really get caught up in rattling stuff off. Mm-hmm. You know, I pray for this, pray for this, pray for this, so and of true. course." Telling God what you're thankful for is, is really important, too. But he challenged me with three questions. He said, I want you to spend the next two weeks and just ask yourself who God is. Mm-hmm. Just who is, who, who is God? Who is that? Who is it to you? Who is, who is, who is God to the world? That's great. And then spend two weeks saying, who am I? Mm-hmm. And then after that, consider what is God asking of me? Because my, my, and, and my father, who passed away several years ago, he used to say to me, Tom, you know, God is talking to us all the time. And right. the problem is we don't have our antenna up. Mm-hmm. So true. Um, we're, we're, and, and you can't tune in the, the, the you, you know, you can't tune in the classic rock, so to speak, if your antenna isn't up. And mm-hmm. I think that the world is full of kind of this hyperbolic accusatory rhetoric that is really destructive. And mm-hmm. it's coming from a place of evil that seeks to divide us. And, you know, we, we've heard aspects of this on the, on the uh, on the campaign trail, mm-hmm. but it's absolutely true. So I think, and I hope that this isn't too rambling, but I think that it starts with leaning into God in ways that we haven't considered and haven't done before, and really being true to doing some self analysis mm-hmm. and say, hey, if, if 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 I'm angry, if I'm frustrated, what have I done to bring this on to me? I mean, we're we're encouraged. You know, anybody who disagrees with us is, is the devil. We see this on one political party a lot these days. If, if you disagree with me, you're inherently evil, you're not redeemable, and you need to be destroyed in the, in the workplace, your reputation, right. and sometimes even physically. We're seeing this all across the, the country. We need to ratchet this down and be purveyors of the truth and of really constructive, loving, candid conversations, or we're going to lose this country. Mm-hmm. Tom, you're amazing. Other than that, go ahead. One thing that I am very happy about, and I was praying a lot about, is the uh, vote to name Amy, um, Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. And as everybody, all of your listeners know, it's this awesome. has been a very contentious battle, yeah. needlessly, needlessly, mm-hmm. because we have people who opposed her for ideological reasons and political reasons, and not looking at the sum of the person and the fact that. People of faith and leadership positions are what this country needs more than anything mm-hmm. right now. So I was yes. praying before that vote that God's wisdom would reveal itself 
to people as they made those decisions. And, you know, luckily, uh, it was a momentous and wonderful outcome there. What a bright light. What a bright light. Folks, just to reiterate, you're with uh, Greg and Stephanie and my good friend Tom Brannigan on Ignite Radio Live. And we're asking the question, what is God saying to the world right now? And just reiterating, because it's worth punctuating what my friend Tom here said, spend some time and consider who is God? Attuned to who he is in scripture and whom he reveals himself to be to us. Secondly, who am I? He made us for himself. Spend some time really considering our our very nature is relational to the creator of the world, of the universe, which has implications for the way we think, our attitudes, the way we act. And then thirdly, what is he asking me to do? And then awesome, the testimony, I think, which is quite powerful of Amy Coney Barrett and her uh, her her stalwart um, representation, not just of her faith on a personal level, but articulating for the world the relevance of that, if you will, to the Supreme Court and uh, attending to what our founding fathers really gave us and um, being attuned to that and how great uh, in the midst of the clouds and shadows that we have her now on the Supreme Court. And we've got an election that we need to pray for. But thanks also, Tom, just putting us on check, that loving boldness, both of those words are important in truth. Hey, man, I love you. Love Tom, your you're family. Awesome. You're amazing. Great words. Thank you so much. I, I love you, too. Love to the leaders and congratulations on building such a fantastic show that is inspiring so many. We're all so proud of you. Hey, thanks, thanks Tom. Tom. God, God bless. bless you, brother. Peace. What do you think about that, stuff? Love that man. I have awesome friends. Love that man. It is He's so, so good. It is so important, um, those of you He's, who are listening who know this, to build relationships that last over time. Tom and I have been, uh, he's one of, of, of a handful. You really can't cultivate good relationships with more than a few, but he is, he is one of those few that I am still very close friends with. Decades later, he lives in Milwaukee so that his daughter goes to Hillsdale. It's an hour and 15 minutes from us. I'm able to see him a little more frequently, and it's just kind of neat to kind of share the delight and joy of that. So, Steph, I'm mindful of the circumstances of the past week and maybe even months and years in our church. There's kind of a shadow that lingers over us. If we're really honest, we can try to sidestep it. But I think that scripture passage of things hidden in darkness coming to light, Catholics and non-Catholics alike are experiencing, I think, some tumult, some questioning of some very significant things. And in the midst of that, it's so important, all of those of you who are listening, to really be praying for our priests. Absolutely. Too often we uh, lose sight of that than the power and gift that we have in our prayer for our priests, both in thanksgiving for them, um, but more importantly, in many ways, just for having their back, if you will, spiritually, to really lift them in prayer. All that to set up, we felt that we really wanted to call a priest, call somebody. So who, who do you think? Let's. So I'm thinking somebody that I feel like we've all been so blessed by, um, but never enough, is Father Nathan Cromley. Okay, let me He find just that. always rocks it. Let me it. find that number here. Here we go. Call. What's the chance he's going to even pick up the phone? He's so busy. Is he in Colorado? I'm not sure. Well, he's we'll always, know in a second. We can always, always try. Moving. Always moving. He's probably on some mountaintop, <laughs> scaling K2 with one arm tied behind his back. And this is Greg and Stephanie Schleter calling. How you doing, Father? Good. Great to hear from you guys. <laughs> You're well, the best. you don't know that yet. Um, 
We, we know that you're one of the very few heroic people on the planet who, number one, will actually even take a call from Greg Schleter. You'd take it from Stephanie if you knew. But listen, I know you're really busy. We're calling you out of the blue. You are live on Catholic Radio, because I know you can do this. We know you're probably hanging on K2 with one hand, scaling that peak. And since you have such a short period of time, we're asking people the question, Father Nathan, what is God saying to the world right now in a few minutes or less? Focus on Jesus Christ. Amen. That's what he's saying. There's no other other uh, thing that's sure and certain in our world than the Lord. Mm. And I think in particular, there's an emphasis from the Holy Spirit to for us to read sacred scripture, mm. to read our Bibles, and to fall in love with his word. Because in the Bible, it predicts many times uh, over, and this is certainly not the only moment in history that's known great confusion, and it's predicted these moments of great mm. confusion, and each time it says the same. People will be, will be confused in their mind by strange teachings. And what we need to do is keep our eyes focused on sacred Scripture and then allow that to lead us to Jesus Christ mm. and faith. And then, my friends, it's time for us to lead mm. and to shine the light and not cower in fear or act like somehow or other evil is going to win when we know it's not. So good. That is so awesome. Father, I I know you only have a few moments likely here. For those who are listening and being challenged the first time to look to the Word of God, kind of a Father Nathan Cromley Bible roulette, pick a passage (laughs) for all of us that right now might be worthy of our being attuned to God's voice. I think it's uh, when when Simon Peter walks on on the water. Mm -hmm. And the reason that passage is so striking is that when Simon Peter walks on water, he leaves behind all human assurance of his safety, which is called the boat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) That little thing. He's completely safe in the Lord. And so as our boats of our life in all different shapes and sizes can be tossed around, the Lord will never leave us. Mm -hmm. And if we're in him, we'll be fine. Father, you're amazing. Let's, if you don't mind, just conclude this with just a blessing to all of us who are listening and pining to know God's blessing. The Lord be with you. And, and with, with your, your spirit. spirit. Let us pray. Through the intercession of Our Lady, may God give you peace of mind. May he quiet your soul. May he remind you that he is with you. And may you never leave him. As I bless you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father Nathan, we love you. God bless you. Know of our thoughts and our prayers for you. Have a blessed day. We'll be in touch soon. All right. Bye. Thanks, All right, God bless, Father. Father. Thanks. Just his voice and his priestly presence mm. comes right through, right? Mm. Just that, that peace that one can only um, be an instrument of is one who has focused on Christ, one mm. who has you know, delved and marinated and stays in the word, right? And so just so grateful. Um, I know in those few moments, I felt such a great sense of just Mm. peace and encouragement and talk about speaking the truth. Like there's, that was truth, right? And it wasn't Mm. anything, you know, like crazy. Oh yeah, it's like, what a reminder. It's like Mm. being you know, heading off in a diff, being distracted by something else and the Holy Spirit through Father's words, just like, nope, turn your head this way, you know, and 
it's indicative that we also called him on the spot, right? Mm-hmm. And he was ready. Like he was, he was right. in it. He was in the zone. The spirit was flowing through him. And what a, a witness to all of us that it's not just special moments, right? That we know God is going to ask us to do something on that retreat or that sacramental time, all of which are great and wonderful, mm-hmm. but to be living in it. So, and the other thing that jumped out to me that I just want to boldly underline is as he spoke against fear, you know, mm. and I think we've all been frustrated um, and saddened by a great evidence of um, practicing believers who are so caught up in fear. And I'm not saying we all don't have those moments, right, that we need to renounce and, um, you know, kind of push through. But it just seems like it's, you know, almost suffocating the church, mm-hmm. whether it be the COVID stuff, which is huge, that people, I think, <laughs> believers have uh, fallen into, mm-hmm. um, but so many other areas in this culture and what's going on, whether it's politically or, you know, in the church or whatever. And there is no place for that. You know, we are called to a higher standard. We need to practice what we preach, right? And, you know, there's no fear in God other than a holy fear of God. And so I just, I appreciated those words too. And let it be a reminder and an encouragement that if we believe what we profess as believers in Christ, in his word, in his church of truth, then we are not going to act like fearful sheep, (laughs) if you will. Let's just come out and embrace, mm. you know, a boldness in faith and a boldness in trust. Awesome. And just that we need to be that light. We need to act, as Father said. We need to act. We can't cower in fear. We need to come out. Let's try another real high-risk call here. A good friend of mine, Blaine Diachi, out of the blue. We're going to see what we get from this chap. Blaine, Hello? you there? Yes, sir. Hey, Blaine, Greg Schleter calling. How are you? I'm pretty good, brother. How are you? Hey, listen, I'm with my wife, Stephanie. Hi, Blaine. Hi, Stephanie. How are you? I'm blessed. Good to hear your voice, sir. Well, listen, buddy, this is what's going down right now. You are one of the few people on the planet whom I know I could call and uh, be live before thousands of people and give me an answer to the question that we've been asking people. What is God saying to the world right now in a few minutes or less? So, bro, preach it. Come on. Here's your chance. Live. Bring it. You got a few minutes. Lay it on us. Bring us the arch. Amen. Amen. So he, here is what the Lord has been putting on my heart for some time. And, and just pressing, we are in a time of repentance and metanoia, an opportunity mm. to turn to the throne of God mm. like never before and cry out yes. and be his children. Claim every bit of what he says in his word, which is living and true. Walk out our identity in the deepest of intimacy. Lean against the cross. Go to the cross. Do not be afraid to carry the cross and follow our Savior in resurrected power so that you can follow him out of the tomb. It is not enough to pay him lip service and believe, but it is enough to go to the upper room, be anointed in power, and clothed like the twelve that the church's first love would fall upon us, that we would fight the darkness and push it back, Because lines are being drawn in the sand. Satan is drumming up his army. And he is going to come and attack the church and the world with violence Mm. and fear. Mm. And Jesus is wondering and asking, 
when the Son of Man returns, will he find any faith on earth? Mm. So our prayer should be that we should have the faith of the apostles, the hope of the apostles, the love of the apostles, the intimacy of the Blessed Virgin Mary with the Father, mm. with the Son, and with the Holy Spirit, that we might be, like she, before mm. the Trinity, immaculate in our holiness, that we're walking out and living the gospel and making no hesitation about it. That's what Jesus has been putting on my heart in his mighty name. Amen. Bro, you are, you are, Amen. I praise Thank God, you. I praise him for his spirit being outpoured. Yes. And you're just giving right now, man, just great witness that, the, you know, he's pressing in on us and you open the door and you live a life of that door being open and that grace flowing through you, not pronouncing you as saint just yet. You're working it out like the rest of us. But Thank as God. we have been friends for decades, going way back to the seminary days and even before that, Steubenville, you've had quite the journey. I can't wait for the book to come out to, to detail <laughs> that journey. But, uh, you know, you, you're in the sea, man. You're in the toxic sea. You've dove in and uh, you're passionate about the kingdom for everyone you come into contact contact with mm-hmm. and i'm just blessed to know you man so you you keep pressing on but thank you for those words so yes, moved by thank that. you blaine god bless I'm you humbled that you thought so much to call something so good you're yeah. amazing love you brother god bless we'll be in touch soon god's peace what do you think of that stuff <laughs> wow wow and wow truth again it Did just you resonates that? you've never really have you ever spoken with blaine? yes okay yes, yes many many years ago okay. at mount st mary's actually okay. um when we went there for a visit while he was there. and He was my roommate at Mount St. Mary's in Emmitsburg, Maryland. He's a big, burly Italian guy who uh, comes from Boston, broken family. Um, his mom, he's very close to her. Uh, in fact, he get, gave her the, the endearing nickname Sister Sledge. She's always waving to Hamma. She's always, I can't imitate his accent, you know. <laughs> yeah, don't She's try, always honey. working hard, but just, uh, he loves, he loves a, actually, I don't know if he still does, but the Patriots, he's a big fan, but very strong Catholic heart and mind and very prominent in trying to, you know, inspire so, and encourage yes. others. So just the sincerity of his passion that you heard is exactly that real deal. Like he has such a thirst um, to come closer to the Lord himself but also just to bring that truth to others and to challenge boldly. <laughs> and the heart of love is unmistakable um, in an Italian kind of way, <laughs> right? Um, no, I say that with, with great love and affection, but gosh, yes, yes, and yes. Like we need more of that. Mm-hmm. We need more of that. So just very powerful words, every line, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, about the cross, about intimacy, about faith, uh, you know, just everything, totally spirit-filled. Thank you, Blaine. Um, You are going to bless so many uh, by being open to the movement of the Spirit in those words and picking up the phone (laughs) and just bringing it without any fear and trepidation. Um, You came out of that upper room Mm. And you are you are out and That's and a blazing. Awesome. So God bless you and your beautiful family. So Steph, I'm going through my Facebook. Who's alive right now? Who's possibly available? <laughs> and uh, I, I think we need some feminine genius. And what jumps out at me right now? Who? Susie Smalley. Oh, what a Susie. great heart, great wife, great mother, great leader in our community here in mm-hmm. Toledo. So let's give her a shot. Let's see if she answers. It does take a bit of heroism. Hello? Susie, Greg and Stephanie Schleter here. How are you? 
I'm fine. How are you? I am doing very well. We are blessed. Thanks yes. for uh, answering this little Facebook something. I'm not sure quite how it works. Heroic. But we are wanting to hear from just these good people, in particular of the local area now. Um, what do you have to say to all these listeners as to what the Lord is saying to the world right now? There's a lot of... Um learning to be patient going on mm, that sure. God allows us to go through some things in our lives in order for us to be formed. And patience has a lot to do with that. So good. Um, yeah. Don't ever pray for patience, of course. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And I know, I know. And in fact, I tell people that all the time. I say, you pray for patience and God will have you sitting in a hospital waiting room mm. or a funeral home or something waiting 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 and i know that for sure because a year ago august we were sitting in the hospital our 39 year old son-in-law had a mm. had an, a heart issue that for 14 days no it was 10 days we were in the hospital waiting before he passed at 39 years old mm. I kept asking, who's praying for patience? Stop mm -hmm. it. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. And then we've had many, many other things go on this year, including our own daughter was passed in mm -hmm. May from uh, uh, an overdose. So, Susie, um, you, you have a heart of gold and wisdom that is forged in the <laughs> fires of, of, let's face it, desert and darkness and, and all family, of this. Right? And I knew that that was, truthfully, I recall when you had posted that publicly and just your authenticity of opening the door for anybody who is paying attention. Can you give some words of encouragement to those parents and grandparents right now who are struggling or lamenting with the loss of faith or battle in their own home? I vividly remember being in mass when they were infants mm. and saying, okay, God, this is not my baby. This is your baby. And so mm. I, if you wanted them back right now, I would hand, you know, weeping, <laughs> I would hand them back to you. But in the meantime, I will care for this child that is actually yours. Mm. And I think I have taken that very seriously. Um, Mindy comes from Dean's first marriage, but I adopted her, and so for 28 years, we we tried everything we could. There was some mental illness and other things in there that that ugh, she was just tormented. Mm -hmm. And you know, we we hope and pray that maybe that was part of her purgatory. Mm -hmm. We don't know. Mm -hmm. um, we we do. Uh, I, I think Greg, what were you saying from from our my posts? I also took that opportunity as part of our grieving to catechize others mm. i'm going to continue to teach oh. people that if you die in mortal sin most likely will go to hell that people actually do go to hell mm. but at the same time we don't know everything right. we don't know the big picture we don't know where mindy's heart was or if she was talking to god right, right. there at the end right we don't know if the mental illness kept her from having made the decisions that were mortal sins in her life. Mm -hmm. We don't know. So, you know, people call me, they make up mm -hmm. words for me. I'm preachy, judgy, and guilt trippy. Mm. <laughs> but it's a lot of ease in there. 
Susie. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not anybody's judge. But it is we are called to teach and as parents we are called to teach our children but know that they have free will. Mm-hmm. And I know so many parents for years and years and years live in despair. Mm-hmm. And um, I think you guys know Greg Fox from Port Clinton yes. called us the week that Mindy died. And he said to Dean, he said, in my devotional this week, it said there's a difference between grieving and despair. Mm-hmm. And we had felt like we lost Mindy years ago. It's not that we stopped trying. It's not that we disowned her or anything like that. But in so many ways, we, we'd been grieving and in despair over and over again for the, the last 20 years. Wow. Who doesn't desire that our children live in the blessed presence of God forever? But let's recognize God allows us to choose that. And who knows the level of torment, right, of distance that she right. experienced in her soul that uh, that compromised, right? It compromised her decision. But it's a truth, and the truth Absolutely. that we live in. We can't pretend. Why are we playing games? A doctor doesn't tell a patient coming before him with every evidence of a terminal illness and, and kind of fabricate a nice smooth, warm, fuzzy feeling that well, it's is gonna just going to lead okay. them. Right. Mm-hmm. So, the but you as a mom are in a place maybe to tell all of us and Ralph Martin and all the solid, faithful theologians of our Catholic faith, that is a truth that has been communicated for 2,000 years. Jesus spoke of hell. People go there. I mean, this is a reality and a truth that ought to inform our moral, ethical life, to consider the significant things, not just being nice or kind, but it really does consider sexuality and what we do with it and certainly attitudes at the, yes. the core of that. But um, Susie, would love to have a conversation with you and your husband sometime. You have an amazing story and a journey. I, I love that you're sharing with us, giving us a snapshot of this point in your journey and that you are um, evidencing such faith, the Messiah in the mass, shall we say. And So your words of being patient also, I think, go hand in hand with Jesus, I trust in you, right? I mean, for us to right. be oh, oh, patient. Absolutely. I don't know. Gives people, witness. People are dealing with what's going on in the world in in such uh they're they're despairing mm-hmm. you know the difference between grief and despair they are despairing because of everything that's going on but if we keep our eyes on god we can get through anything amen great words to and end what with greg was saying i i have no go ahead thing. go ahead one of the things we teach in in rcia and i don't remember where i read this is that the Ten Commandments didn't become the Ten Suggestions mm. when things changed? Right. That we still hold true to the the tr- the true Church and what's what the true what the Church really teaches. Amen. Thank you so much, Susie. God bless you and your family. No Have right. a great God day. God bless you too. Thanks. What a um, inspiring in the midst of difficulty yes. response to the question. You, you you can feel even still some of the grief sure. in, in her voice and in her story. Uh, her willingness to share that. You know, and and in some ways, right, Christ, you know, and all the prophets and the saints and Mary throughout the last two decades, two decades, two centuries, the message has been one of challenge. Mm-hmm. That's love. I mean, at Fatima, she said, more, whole, more souls are going to hell for sins of the flesh than for any other sin. And that's not just actions, right? That's attitudes. If you lust after a woman, you commit adultery with her. So there is a message here to us right now at this time of mercy to be attuned to a truth we can't presume to create, but in whom we are created to take an accounting. I'm challenged by that. 
folks who are listening right now, you know, to have the courage to really look hard at our attitudes and our actions and, and to know how our distance is pointing us towards Jesus and the mass, right? To point us towards that kind of transformation that takes place and that the church is, is the gift of. So Steph, how are you feeling about all this? Just calling people out of the blue. How are you doing? So can I just say that in a world where text has become the you know, most common means of communication, and it certainly has its place, it's also refreshing to hear some real live voice and mm. not just reading a post or reading a text, but to have that humanity front yes, and center. absolutely. So that's what I'm enjoying most. And certainly kudos to Annunciation Radio for making it possible. Amen. So you get to pick the next person. Whom do you think? Oh, let me see your list of people on Facebook here. How about um, how about Lorna Finley, who oh, always great. has great words of wisdom for us. All right. Let's uh, give this a shot here. All the way from Out Huron, of the blue, Ohio. Indeed. Will Lorna pick up the phone, the drama of tonight? Hello. Oh, hi, Lorna. It's Greg and Stephanie <laughs> Schleter. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Great. Good. Lorna, you know when you get a call from us out of the blue at an odd time that uh, adventure... It's going to be odd. It's going to be odd. <laughs> adventure awaits you. Good Excitement. <laughs> so you are before thousands of listeners right now. No kidding. And uh, we know that you would have a phenomenal answer to a question. But before we do that, just a bit of a 411 just for our listeners, folks. Stephen, Lorna, Finley are some of our absolute faves. Mm-hmm. They are awesome parents. Uh, counting those in heaven. What's the count? I should know this. But on earth, eight, <laughs> six. Six on earth. And how many little souls in heaven? Thirteen. That is beautiful and amazing to have that intercessory power up in heaven. Folks, if you've listened, you can hear some of their story in past episodes, just honesty and authenticity in the journey, in their and marriage, in their family, awesomeness. and awesomeness, yes. They're from uh, Huron. They hail from Huron, Ohio, into the, the great parish, St. Peter, under Father Jeff McBath. Shout out to Father Jeff. Yeah. So, um, Lorna, here's the question for right now. In a few minutes or less, what is God saying to the world right now i really feel it's like i have this vision of god um, amidst all this chaos and he's just sort of standing in front of us just keep your eyes on me Mm. you know keep your eyes on me and uh you know he says to love one another and that's so important right now that we are able to love each other even people that don't agree with us, even the people who are, especially the people who are struggling and bringing forth into this world a lot of the dissonance, mm-hmm. um, but to truly be able to love them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, most importantly, to be able to love them by arming ourselves with God's holy armor, mm-hmm. um, to be able to, you know, put on that full armor of Christ, you know, the eyes, um, the, our eyes on Christ, to have that belt mm. um, of truth around our waist, the breastplate of righteousness, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the, our feet with the shoes that are the gospel of peace. So, you know, we're, we're ready for, for bringing that love of God to the world. Mm. And, you know, that shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, you know, but I think the most important thing is that you know, take up the shield of faith with which mm. you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Mm. And to, to take the helmet of salvation and the, the sword 
of the spirit of which the word of God, which is the word of God, you know, that's so important to be able to familiarize ourselves with our best friend. You're amazing. And mm-hmm. for our listeners, she's referring to Ephesians six twelve. It was my very first uh, yes. favorite memorized uh, passage as a kid because it had that armor battle language as a guy, but yeah. women awesome <laughs> knights. We heard that last week in our rogue radio. One of the women had said, you know, it's about being a knight. Denise Swain, I think, said it's about being a knight. So Lorna, um, we've made a few other phone calls prior to yours, and it seems the reoccurring theme is diving into the Word of God. So in different ways. So that's the Spirit speaking, listeners, like, let's get more into the Word. Let's get more into the Word. Let's become one with the Word. And I love that passage so much, and I do believe it's so apropos for what we're experiencing now. And every time I hear it now, I think of something that our boys had shared with us. I don't know where they had read it. Um, But the only thing that's not protected in that passage is the back. And Hmm. it's believed from that time, whatever the historical (laughs) background information is that I don't remember. But basically, you went into battle back to back with your brother Hmm. or with your fellow warrior. And isn't that a beautiful image that we're in this together? We're meant to have each other's backs, you know? And so... Gosh, you know, isn't that a, a beautiful image and true image mm-hmm. for right now also? Even, that, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Say even more, Steph, Father Cromley gave us the image of a starter of Jesus uh, walking on the water mm-hmm. and the disciples in the boat and inviting them to come out of it. So as you said, Lorna, also our eyes Fix. fixed on Christ. What an image for us right now in this world to consider, you know, our challenges of not looking at the water in which we sink versus fixing our, our heart and mind and eyes on Christ. Lorna, you're amazing. Thank you so much for taking the call. Wonderful words. Love to you guys. Man. The power of the button. I am so inspired by these people Mm -hmm. out of the blue Mm -hmm. taking this call, answering just from whatever God has put on their heart on the spot. Maybe they're listening to our radio program. We haven't asked them that question. Like, oh no, please don't call me. How many right now are thinking that? Please don't call me. But imagine if I did call you right now, what would you say? All right. So we've been blessed with Father Nathan earlier in the program. Wouldn't it be great to do a sister call? Who are you thinking? Well, I'm feeling that my roots are calling from back in Erie, PA. My roots. Deep roots. Deep roots. How many years did you live in Erie, Pennsylvania? 43 years. Awesome. Before moving to Toledo seven years ago. Um, So yes. So let's try our dear friend from Erie, Actually, from Germany, but living in Erie, Sister Josephine. Let's All right. see if she'll Let pick me up. Just one second here. Let me find her. Sister Josephine. What's the likelihood she's not in Vespers or wherever it is they do it this time? Well, we'll try it. <laughs> I don't know. We'll give it a shot. We've been a uh, pretty good hit yeah. miss ratio so yeah. far. Hello. Hello, our dear sister. Sister Josephine. <laughs> this is Greg and Stephanie calling you from Toledo with thousands listening. How about that for an intro? You, you want to hang up quickly or you want to stick around? Oh, I'm going to stick around. The more the merrier. <laughs> Amen. Listeners, don't you love her? Do you feel her joy and her mm. goodness? Ah, I just want to come through this microphone and, and give you a hug, sister. And not to diminish that one uh, iota, but the accent does a whole lot. It's, oh, the, totally. it's the German yes. accent. 
For our listeners, sister, uh, before we before Stephanie asks you an epic question that we're asking people, and we're so glad you picked up the phone and were heroic enough to be live before thousands with us, please share with us who you are, a little bit about your order. I am part of a religious community called the Spiritual Family, The Work. It is an international community, and our main charism is um, to love the church, and uh, to be consecrated men and women who give witness to Christ Mm. uh, in this age and time. And boy, are we grateful for that witness. So when the sisters first discerned that they were going to come to set up camp, a satellite in Erie, Pennsylvania, we just just immediately took to the sisters and welcomed them. And we're delighted at them welcoming us. And we affectionately referred to our home as their convent in Roslindale. (laughs) And so we, over the years, got to know some of the priests. Um, There are both Mm -hmm. men and women and families. We'd love to do a whole program Mm -hmm. at some point, uh, but feel very, Mm -hmm. very kindred with them throughout the world, praying with them, united with them, and seeking to live the the joy-filled fullness, the challenges, yes, but the joy-filled fullness of our journey on this earth, faithful to Mother Church, being formed uh, by that truth, and that's what they're all about, and we've been blessed to have this journey with them. St. John Henry Newman is very close to their hearts, and uh, they were very close, are very close to Pope Benedict Emeritus, and a lot of just wonderful um, fecund relationships relationships that have just uh, blessed them and, and through them blessed us. So all that is a basis of a little bit of a personalization. And now, Steph, you mm-hmm. can ask Sister the epic oh, question. Oh, Sister, are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> okay. What? With God's, help. With God's help, amen. What do you think God is saying to the world today? Um, what he has said from the very beginning, um, mm. and that is, fear not. Mm, I'm so with good. you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. Mm. So the message that he is giving us, I think in this time, it's a distressing time, but it is also a time a time that has been repeated throughout time. So right. there's really nothing nothing new in that sense. God will not change. He's the unchangeable. What he wants to do is to, to give us in the midst of this distra- of these distressing times a place of refuge. And um and this place of refuge is uh his heart. Uh oh, it's the heart of a father. Oh, and, so good. Yeah. So that's that's probably what I would say spontaneously. Of course, one could still maybe ask, okay, who uh, who is he talking to? Is he talking, uh, you know, to a general audience? Then I would definitely say this is what he he wants to tell them: come mm-hmm. back to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> come. It, it's an appeal appeal of uh, of love uh, and a lot of judgment, but it's an it's a it's a call to to come back to him, to re- discover him. Mm. But if you say, what would he say, for example, to those who are already believers and who have chosen to be Christian disciples, probably the call to us is is a more challenging one in mm. the sense of, um, you know, uh, trust me, be, give witness, uh, persevere, 
persevere, persevere in this courageous trust, um, mm. persevere in loving service, uh, and and live by my by the power that I will give you in order to be able to reach mm. uh, men and women who are really in distress in this time, who are confused in these times, who are are saddened in these times, who are insecure in these times. They hear so many voices, so many options, so many. But then in all this, to be able to hear him uh, and to be witness to that voice. Sister, you are amazing. We love you. Yes, we love you. Kindred with you. you. And uh, just thank you so much for taking the time and sharing these words. Absolutely. Thank you for your call. You made my day. (laughs) You made ours. God bless you. Give our love to to the whole community. Absolutely. Yes. Bye-bye. Oh my gosh, my heart right now. Mm. I love her voice. (laughs) Yeah, I love all of her. Um, So we've been blessed to be able to continue our relationship, to stay plugged in, if you will. Mm -hmm. We've been blessed with visits from her fairly regularly to the Toledo area. Our first one, actually, before we moved here, Father Adam Hertzfeld, our beloved pastor, Mm. um, had already invited them to come for a parish mission. So, And that was just a few months after we had moved here. and many of the other sisters, you know, who have come for a visit. So I, I just keep coming back to that personal presence. Yes. You know, not the text, not yeah. the posts, but just to, like, again, to hear her voice, to mm. feel her heart. Um, yeah. And certainly, again, blessed with her physical presence through visits, but so important, especially in a time right now of social distancing, of masks, you know, that, that cover up, that keep people apart, right? Where is that place? There's where an we, evil in that, where we recognizing reclaim, the necessity. Yeah, but there's an evil in it. Right. That image of God, person to person. We're pining for that and how to masks and distance and all that without making a comment of, you know, empirical data and all that and where it's at. There's a, there is certainly a purpose and a, a concern with some of that. But has it not been blown up to the point of dividing so many people right now and causing some significant social social, spiritual, mental harm? The answer is yes. And uh, hopefully tonight's program, if nothing else, is fostering, stirring up, if you will, the value of human connection as much as we can. Wherever you are led to do that, to pick up the phone and think of people who are part of your journey uh, and to talk about meaningful things, real things. So, Steph, we've got time for one more, and I will let you pick Sister Josephine, such a wonderful, dear friend from Erie. So I'm thinking like the next person that we reach out to should be a local friend. Okay. That's so wonderful Boom. and dear and precious and just Baited such suspense. a God's gift to me and my family. Okay. I'm waiting for you to guess nope. who it is. Nope. I'm just the finder of the name <laughs> and the caller. Okay, I'm, I'm feeling technical. Rachel Elmore. What's the so change she's going to be able to answer? She's mm. a busy wife and mother. Let's give it a and shot. Doctor and doctor and friends. All and that fun disciple stuff. Disciple of Christ and Indeed. incredible person. You have to tell our audience who she is if she answers the phone. We've been pretty uh, successful. Blessed, yes, indeed. Hello. Hello, Rachel Elmore. This is Greg and Stephanie Schleter. How are you? Hi. Hey, Rachel. Good. How are you? <laughs> Hi. I'm my 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 
cheeks already hurt. I'm smiling so Aww. much just hearing Mine your beautiful too, voice. Yay. Rachel, Mine you're too. I've said this to many, but you're one of the very few people who's courageous enough to pick up a phone call from Greg for one. I can get Stephanie, but you get my number. <laughs> you know, that's that's a big risk right there. Much less to hear me say you have thousands of people listening to you right now because we thought you'd, oh, you'd wow. give us a meaningful, uh, uh, raw, off-the-cuff, out-of-the-blue answer to an epic question. But before we do that, Steph is going to give us a little bit of a background of who this wonderful voice is on the other end. Go so ahead, Steph. I don't know if we have enough time left in the show for me to fill <laughs> that out appropriately. Um, but Dr. Rachel Elmore is an incredible uh, upper cervical chiropractor in You're practice. Good. This rolled off your tongue. With her husband, Dr. Jeff, <laughs> and many of department. our listeners um, are very familiar with them, either in uh, their own personal lives, through their practice, through mm. their parish. Um, and many of you listeners will remember them from our uh, road trip podcast, mm-hmm. which uh, Jeff and Rachel and their precious children. Oh, so also. Incredible wife, phenomenal mother, just very heroic in so many ways, model. Seeking, um, which is what I love about them. What I love about you, Rachel, is you and Jeff are just, you're pursuing the good and the gold that God designed for your marriage and family. It's the pursuit that really captures me. So radiant. Entertainment, but radiant, the pursuit. Radiant. So with all that said, again, so much more could be said. Um, we would be amiss if we did Reach out to hear your words of wisdom for the question of the day, which is, Rachel Elmore, what do you think that God is saying to the world today? Wow, thank you both so much. Honestly, I'm speechless with your introduction, so thank you for that. And you two are wonderful role models. We wouldn't be where we were. We have a bigger journey ahead of us, but thank you to you both for leading mm. us that way. We're blessed. Leaders are the leaders. That's oh. what my kids say. So. <laughs> and speaking of your kids, we just want to give a shout out to Isaac, Malachi, and Rocky. Woohoo! And Baby in the Womb set to join us in just a few weeks, really. So, all right, all right go for it, Rachel. All right. So, what is God trying to say to us right now? I, you know, I was just really reflecting on it and I think what he wants to know and what he's trying to tell us is where are we anchored? Mm. Are we anchored in the Lord or are we going to drift with what the world is changing right now? Mm. So good. And in the past eight months, how many ups and downs have we had? I've had a lot. Right. And we are on this roller coaster ride and we could drift with it. Mm-hmm. But I really think he wants to know, are we anchored in him? I mean, I almost right. could cry about it because if we are anchored in Him, we don't have to follow that roller coaster or those waves that are taking us far yes. away from our main goal, which is Him. So, good. so I, re- I really think that. And you know, you brought our attention, Jeff and I, to the um, Redenham Christie. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that correct? Um, yeah. Reflection and. There was one recently that just even said, you know, Jesus, I can hear your call to a deeper intimacy with you mm-hmm. and let me be a witness to his faithful love. Like we have an opportunity right now. And that's what I think he's telling us. Are we going to be a witness of his love mm-hmm. during this time of uncertainty and changing? Right. You know, right. And only in God's world will we be filled with that grace forever, it says. Mm-hmm. And that just hit me hard because... I just think we are in this uncertainty roller coaster ride, but he wants us 
and is calling us to be anchored in him. Mm-hmm. Rachel, thank you for your heart. I just love God's heart so alive in you and your husband and your family radiating in that word. Folks, just I, I'm kindred with Rachel sharing this here and invite you to go to Matthew 7 where Jesus speaks about the rock, right? Building on rock versus shifting sand. And what's common between the two scenarios, and Rachel alludes to this, is the storms. Like that, that's a constant. We're going to face the storms. We're in the storms. The variable is whether or not we're built on solid rock or shifting sand. And Rachel, just for our listeners' benefit and for you, the, the, those whom we've interviewed prior to you spoke of that value or alluded to the value of being plugged in, certainly to our church and the sacramental grace, but friends and family who are going to help us be anchored, who are going to help be, you know, bolstered, a buttress, if you will, this structure that is our marriage that is our homes. You know, more than ever, we used the word last night, we had dear friends over, um, just this word remnant keeps coming up. And remnant is not just a stick your head in the sand and only hang out with those people like us, you know, in sort of an elitist way. It's no, God calls us to be anchored with people who will help reinforce our identity and our mission so that we can reach those beyond us. And throughout the church's history, that's been the form. Jesus picked those 12 disciples to form them. 90% of his time was with the 12 to form them for three and a half years to equip them for greater things. So just for our listeners right now, I just want to give a shout out. It just didn't plan on this, but, you know, as I'm thinking about that solid rock, you know, go to ilovemyfamily.us. You know, if you're feeling alone, if you're feeling cut off, if you're feeling without the support and encouragement you need, and I certainly encourage any of you to avail to Turning Point Chiropractic for any sort of health things. It sounds like, where is this? This is like the Truman Show, you know, where they come in and show the commercial on the spot. <laughs> and that would be okay too. <laughs> but, I, but I've been blessed to capture some testimonial stories of people who've had notable physiological manifestations in many different forms. And Jeff and Rachel... God is the miracle worker, but they're availed to God who is the miracle worker. And I've seen the testimony again and again of those who've come to them, who've shared some of their challenges and literally sometimes often come out the door because of an alignment and those things. It's bigger than just that, but the whole the whole body spiritual composite that they are attuned to resulting in sort of not just them working with them, but opening their hearts and minds to the truth that God desires for them, that the body is made for wholeness. See, I'm feeding back to Rachel words she's taught me. No, God <laughs> made the body for wholeness and it can heal and he will allow it to heal. So here I'm going commercial again, but we've been so blessed yes. by you, Rachel, and thank you so much for your words. Oh, thanks for asking me. It's a pleasure. You're a beautiful, beautiful soul. And thank you for the witness that you and your family give to being anchored in what is true and good and beautiful and sharing that so easily Um it, it, with all who come in contact with you. It's just, you guys are so availed mm. to the spirit that it just pours out of you mm. naturally. So thank you for your witness. Thank you for your ministry. Thank you for your marriage. Thank you for your family. God bless you guys. We love you so much. We're so grateful. Thank you so much. God Bye. bless. Take care. Bye. What a gush fest. But, yeah, but, <laughs> okay. but you know, that's a good thing to be attuned to the heart of somebody that you just love and have been blessed by and to affirm them and honor them by expressing that. How have we been blessed in, in, in hearing a context of hearing one another's regard for us. And just, it does bring me back to our mission and our movement. I love my family.us inviting um, all of you who are listening to make that context once a week to gather as a family, to talk and pray 
based upon Sunday readings, but just to gather together, that alone can be such a powerful anchoring experience that will dispel innumerable shadows, that will dispel so much angst and discord that the world is just kind of, you know, infusing us with. So I encourage you all to join us, especially as Really, we're kind of on the eve of almost Advent, so that's a lot of <laughs> distance. But on the, we're on the verge <laughs> on the of Advent. Of almost Advent. And what is that? God with us. God with us. And this, you know, supply of our deepest poverty, of our yearning for connection, our yearning for intimacy, dispelling the anxiety that many are feeling. The supply of that poverty, the provision, is Christ through marriage and family, and awakening to that. So we've come in contact with so many families, Greg, as you know, who want more, right? They want more. They want better communication. They want better prayer. They want better family life. They want better, keep going, better, better, better. So to come back to our gush fest, <laughs> I just want to say that, in, and you can hear this in past radio episodes, but the Elmore family saw that and they they dove mm, into it and it. embraced it and have made it part of you know their everyday life. And um, so... Just that intentionality and the acknowledgement that they know that it takes work, mm-hmm. but they're willing to do the work because they see the gold in there. And the there. results that they're giving testimony yes. to in their children and their family, the apologies, forgivenesses, the questions that they're asking. Hunter Brinkers, Brett was sharing the other day, just our wonderful uh, head of evangelization for the Diocese of Toledo. He and his wife are living it, you know. Which of us don't need to see and believe deeply that those who have been given to us as leaders, especially at diocesan parish levels, that it's not just a job, but they are, you know, really uh, living as best as they can, going after it, and Brett giving testimony to that constantly of how God is appointing and anointing their family and how it's coming alive. Uh, So many families we could speak of that are saying yes and united in this live-it-gathering experience and making their homes that culture. We invite you to join us Mm -hmm. at ilovemyfamily.us. Um, receive the grace now more than ever, right? With all of the news that surrounds us, the political ugliness, with the ecclesial concerns and questions and wonders, we need to be anchored more deeply um, in Christ and with families who are pursuing it. So again, go to ilovemyfamily.us. And again, at the end of the year here, I just ask you to also, 99% of what we do is absolutely free. All that I've shared with you is free. We're looking at presents for Christmas coming up soon. So many things that we're about in this mission full time. Uh, we just ask you to partner with us to keep reaching marriages and families overflowing to this world and uh, prayerfully consider financially supporting us. MassImpact.us, the donate button. MassImpact.us, the donate button. You with Greg and Stephanie Schleter at the end of this Ignite Radio Live going rogue. Who knows if we'll keep doing it? Shoot us a note. Do you like this? Do you like this format of calling people up and getting their feedback? Let me know. Greg at MassImpact.us. Find us on Facebook and all that other fun stuff. Until next time, know of our heartfelt thoughts and prayers with you. So delighted to be on the journey. God bless you. Come away my soul.